Stone Cold Steve Austin knows that the opinions of beer podcast exist in this world. And opinions, opinions, and beer. Two guys and another guy will never happen again. Yeah, pirates really, they really, they made that that entryway to democracy, probably. Absolutely, they did. Uh, which is strange. Uh, you know, you you always hear the you always hear that you know the the statements of how, well this country was founded as a republic so yeah right <laughs> so what so so here's a here's a piece of history for you yeah almost everybody in the united states 49 states out of 50 their history of the united states or the history of the united states starts with jamestown and plymouth rock yeah right yeah. Florida is the only state that teaches the American history or the history of the United States or the history of North America actually starts mm. in 1565. Yeah. The Spanish are here for almost a hundred years before yes. Jamestown and Plymouth Rock. We talked about this a year of, uh, so we, we do uh, basically once a year or we, we pick a month out of the year to talk about history. Literally, literally last year, same time, we were just talking about how how Spain uh, was basically conquered Florida, and they ended up selling Florida. Uh, are, are they sell Florida? Or I know that I know they basically they they basically stole they kind of they kind of stole Florida from the native the local Native Americans there. True. Uh, and then I they mean, just they sold, the rest of the Europeans. They sold Florida from underneath that tribe, which uh, in that episode I I said are. That tribe is descendants of Atlanteans. <laughs> May not be real. I'm just saying. I believe it. I believe that those that tribe was descendants of Atlanteans. That uh, that tribe that uh, they ended up having to go and join the trail of uh, the trail of tears. They went over to Oklahoma, and actually they the the because uh, Spain they sold that tribe slaves, and the slaves traveled with them. And the the African Americans from that tribe would go on to make uh, Black Wall Street. So I think I always thought that was interesting. The Portuguese are the ones that really started the slave trade. Yes, in the world. that's what we talked about too. We talked about that. We talked about all that the, last the year. The Spanish yeah. were more more open and were not. Yeah, they they were not fully trade uh, slave traders. Yeah. But there are stories of when the Quakers came here from Europe um, in the in the 1600s, you know, and, and St. Augustine had already been here since 1565. So the yeah. Quakers come here and the Puritans come here. There are now stories that they had black slaves with them when they came here. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the Spanish were different about their acceptance of slaves or the way they treated their slaves, mm-hmm. especially after the British had their 13 colonies. But Florida became the 14th and 15th colony of the British Empire. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I I didn't at all. 1763, the Spanish make a deal with the British, and the British now own La Florida. Yeah. Yeah. This is just prior to the American Revolution. So the British have La Florida. They have it until the 1790-something. I don't remember the exact date. But... When the British take over Florida, uh, picture a map of Florida, 
-hmm. You know where the armpit of Florida is in the Gulf of Mexico? Yes. Yeah. All right. Draw a diagonal line from the armpit up to about where Jacksonville is. That line divided Florida into two sections, two territories. The territory from the line across the panhandle, which included some parts of Georgia and Alabama, was yeah. the 14th colony of the of the Great of Great Britain. And the line coming south through Florida was the 15th colony of Great Britain. And many of the Tories, the supporters of King George during the American Revolution, ran away from the colonies and came to Florida where they were safe and protected. Yeah, so British, that in school. No, that, Man, that's cool. No, you never you don't learn these things in school because everybody believes we tell people here in St. Augustine, tourists that come here, everybody believes that the first Thanksgiving was sweet potatoes and turkey and corn yeah. and, yeah. and Indians sitting together and with pilgrims. In reality, the first Thanksgiving was the Spanish here in 1565 eating oysters, shellfish, and fish swamp cabbage and other things pine nuts and everything else that the indians already knew how to how to take care of here that this doesn't seem kosher not at all so the, the florida history really does start because of pirates but so here's a here's a thought for you I'll share it with you and then you think about it. You don't have to agree, you don't have to disagree, but it's something that I've thought of over my time here, 16, 17 years doing pirate history. So let's step back. When you were in high school, do you remember, did either of you go to college? I went no, to some college. I did not. Do you remember studying Greek and Roman mythology? Kind of. What was the downfall of the gods of Greek and Roman mythology? People, I don't know what was their love of humans. You're, you're you're half right, but what was it from the people that that caused the downfall? The, the the downfall was the people realized they did not need the gods to control their lives. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Keep that thought in mind. Who were the controlling factors of all of Europe? Royalty. Royalty. Yeah. What did the pirates teach everybody here? We don't, don't need, need royalty, those royal families to teach you how to run your life, to run your life and tell you what you can do. Yeah. The pirates came here and created a democracy on their ship. And that democracy bled over that all you needed to do was be honest and respectful to a point yeah. and agree that you had a voice in your destiny. Mm -hmm. That's what pirate. That's what pirate lore is all about. You had Absolutely. a voice in your destiny, yeah. And because of that, the downfall of all of Europe's royal families started. It was the royal families who controlled the navies that hated the pirates. Yeah. But you yeah. can't find many of the people that were at the seaports here that hated the pirates because the pirates didn't attack all the common folk. They only attack the government. Yeah. Think of it this way. I think it's the second. I think it's the second Pirate of the Caribbean movie. Remember, they're singing the pirate anthem all together. Yeah, it's the beginning of the third one. Is it the third one? Yeah. And they're lining these people up. 
and hanging them. None of those people that were being hanged were pirates. They yeah, were they're associated sympathizers. With What's that? Associated, yeah, sympathizers. They were sympathizers because the British especially, but the French and the Spanish did it too. They gave everybody, gave their military comp blanche to remove anybody that was a pirate sympathizer. Jeez. Yeah, and that's dark, man. Like, and just like this movie showed, you got like women and children being murdered or hung because they uh, they know pirates, just because they knew pirates. Well, they end they end that segment that starts the movie with that boy who's probably nine, ten, eleven years old. Yeah, they got they need a, and they a hang stand. I mean, they don't show the hanging of it, which they probably would have gotten all kinds of trouble. But that that so literally. I I tell people, in my opinion, I'm not telling you this is hard written fact, but in my opinion, the pirates taught people the same idea that the people of the Roman and Greek mythology had back hundreds of years earlier. You do not need people, you do not need entitled people to tell you how to run your life. And so let's let's let me really stick my neck out now, okay? Oh yeah. What's going on now? Yeah, I mean Modern like you could be referring to so many things like the we racial not, stuff we, or we, the I have friends of all races and nationalities. I'm yeah. sure you do too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you have conversations with them. Yeah. The only ones trying to tell everybody what to do are the entitled royal families of, of the country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know and exactly what you mean. Pi and, and, and that pirate lesson that we learned from the golden age of piracy, I think stands strong now. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially and, now. And everything I've told you now could probably blow me out of the water because some people may not agree with my opinion, but I'll, I'll, I'll preface it by saying this. Almost everything about history is supposition. Yeah. We don't know 100% how everything was back then. We can just conclude we, our own, make our own conclusion. come up with our own conclusion. So this is my personal conclusion. People are free to agree with it or not agree with it. But I believe that, 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 that pirate history is, is probably just as important as any other history in our country. Absolutely. Because, because of everything that we know about the pirates. They brought commerce to the seaports. They brought money to the seaports. Yeah. They, 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 they didn't go bury it, by the way. There's no such thing as real pirate buried treasure. Yeah, like they brought that Will money. Kidd did it just one time, and it was in one location. It was like one chest, one location, one time, and it became a pirate trip. Yeah. And, and it's still to this day never been found. You said yeah. William Kidd, right? Yeah. 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 I can tell you conspiracy theory where that money actually went. Yeah. People even think it's on like Long Island and stuff like that, you know? Gardner Island in New York. So yeah. Yeah. there's a television show on the History Channel called America on Earth. Yeah. The uh, host of the show is Scott Walters. He came to the Pirate Museum to do his story on Captain William Kidd. Yeah. And we had, we had two days to talk about the story and, and, I had already concluded my own self that 
the treasure of Captain William Kidd just didn't exist because, <clears throat> pardon me, I find it hard to believe that a treasure that size that was buried in 1699, which would be 320 years ago, yeah. I find it hard to believe that in a place like New York, with all those people, that nobody's found it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So something else happened. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It could be any island, like, you know, and it's only really, I guess, like, I don't know. I want to say it's uh, actual, actual knowledge that he buried a uh, chest, but that could be just a legend as well. And there was never a chest. He buried, buried it so good. Yeah. <laughs> he was the best barrier in the world. Yeah. Uh, he buried it too deep. Right? He buried well, it too deep. <laughs> but there's a conspiracy theory about a family that, that, did not have lots of money at the turn of the century 1700 and then all of a sudden at the turn of the century 1700 they had a group of money and were very 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 wealthy oh and they're actually it actually they're actually documented as having a hand in turning captain kidd over to the authorities in boston so if they turned him over maybe they took his treasure yeah if they if they knew if they had a hand but since none of the three of us were there in 1699 when it happened and the, and the treasure's never been found, we can only take some of these pieces of information we have and conclude that maybe it's right. Yeah. So I want to ask uh, many things, but uh, <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite Jolly Rogers of all the actual historical Jolly Rogers that was known that, that's associated with these captain? Do you have one that sticks out to you that you're uh, that you're more favorable than others? Yeah, I like the one of Bartholomew Roberts. Yeah, wait, which one? Yeah, see, only on that. All right, uh, good. <laughs> the, one of, the one of Bartholomew Roberts that I like has a skeleton and a pirate and a symbol in between with their hand out. You yeah, like yeah, and, and it's like he's greed. It, that was like his pictation of... Uh, his little speech about a short life and a merry one. And I guess I will greet this pirate life with uh, like, like a friend, you know? And, stuff and, like and, that. and so I add one more thought to it when I tell people about that, because we have a replica of that, of that flag in our museum. Yeah. So I tell everybody that I believe that based on his words about life, I believe that the, what do you think the symbol is in between the two of them? Uh, I want to say it's a like a wine glass, isn't it? I think it's a, I think it's a, it's a timepiece. I think it's a sand glass or an hourglass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, based on what I think it is, I tell everybody that based on Bartholomew Roberts' words, a pirate and a skeleton and the time glass in between, there's not much time between life and death. Ooh. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That, that's like, solid. Life and death both holding the yes. oh yeah. And I'm looking that's, at it here now. Time, it is a yeah, time glass. Timeless, yeah. That's yeah, my interpretation like of what that flag is, based on what I know his words were and how he believed, and that's my interpretation of his. I think flag. that's spot on. People should be more pirate. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. If you're, more, if you're more pirate, and you drink rum or beer. You also can become more tolerant. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now, now, Keenan over here was telling me that pirates didn't drink beer. Is that true? Well, what I um, said to not put a foot in my mouth 
Uh, <laughs> I'm sure they drank plenty of ale and such at the taverns, but they did not have a stock of beer on their ships. They didn't keep beer on board their ships, as far as we know. It's possible, but <clears throat> beer, beer was beer was way different back then, and everybody drank warm beer. I can't imagine drinking warm beer. No, uh, there's some that it's it's best served uh, warm. You know, like ales. Speaking of, they go back. I think that's one of them. You know, but but you know, they didn't. In most cases, they didn't drink straight rum on board their ships either. Yeah, they drank grog, right? They drank grog. So. Because we deal with children, I have to come up with this to explain certain things. So let me, ex if you want, would you explain what I think, how I explain grog to children? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of, that sounds amusing. <laughs> so on board a ship, they would have barrels of water. But water, when it sits in a barrel, after days becomes stagnant. And mm. if you drink it, you could be sick or die. Yes, you agree. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they got the wise idea that they could extend the life of the water by mixing rum in it. Grog actually, officially, historically, is only four ingredients. You ready? Yes. Yeah. Four, par four parts weak, three parts strong, two parts sweet, one part sour. That's the official ingredients of grog. Weak. Strong, sweet, sour. Four parts weak was water. Three parts strong was rum. Two parts sweet, whatever sugar they had, and in many cases, molasses. Yeah. And one part sour, which was citrus. Keep hearing so molasses, man. To, ex to explain it to the children, I say we're on a voyage. We have four barrels of water and three barrels of rum. Water is going to go bad in three days, and we have a seven-day trip. What are we going to do? We're going to mix the water and the rum together. How many barrels of drinking fluid do we have now? Seven. But water and rum taste terrible together. Okay. So we got to add something to it. So in the hold, we have two barrels of sugarcane and molasses. We can't eat or drink sugarcane and molasses. But if we mix the two barrels into what we have, it'll sweeten the drink. What do we have now for drinking fluid? Nine barrels of drinking fluid. But it's too sweet, and we need to cut it a bit, and we need the vitamins. So let's put some citrus in it. And we got a barrel of oranges and limes down below deck. Let's cut them up, smash them up, and throw it into the thing. We now have 10 barrels of drinking fluid that will last us the seven to 10 day voyage. Whereas before we had three barrels of rum, four barrels of water, two barrels of sweetener that you can't, you can't drink this rum straight because we don't want everybody being drunk and you can't drink oh, yeah. the citrus. So mixing it all together gives us the life-saving liquid we need to survive this trip. So that's how I explain it to the school children <laughs> as far as grog. Yes. Yeah. Now I want you to know that uh, our 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 plan going forward is to make a beer based off every guest that we have. So I'm gonna make the groggiest fucking beer in the world. No, don't, <laughs> it'll be horrible, bro. Don't citrus, do that. citrus. I I got oh. it already. Already, uh, it's already brewing in my brain. Citrus, molasses. It's gonna be crazy. All right, okay. Very groggy. Right, beer. We can't like take inspirations <laughs> and make a good beer just off of like you know citrus and molasses. 
But like, if you literally try to recreate grog, no, I'm saying a, a grog, beer, a beer, a beer grog, a beer, grog. yeah, a groggy beer. Uh, this shit will make you groggy, bro. <laughs> so we have a pepper here in in St. Augustine, and it grows here called the Daddle Pepper. And I'm trying to get some people to make a Daddle Pepper beer. Oh, it's pretty oh, spicy. Yeah. It's pretty spicy. I've had a I've had a pepper beer out of Cave Creek. You ever had oh, yeah. um, chili beer out of Cave Creek? Yo, yeah, okay. yeah. I've had a chili. Uh, beer. I've, I've had a solid ghost pepper uh, stout that was really good. Really, I've not tried that. I'm not. Oh yeah, they, they they make a uh, ghost pepper stout uh, somewhere. In, it's one of these breweries in Texas. I can't remember which one it was, but it was it was really good. Yeah. Was yeah. it really hot? Um, yeah, uh, like, it, it, spicy beer is so weird. It's just like it tingles your tongue so much. <laughs> you know, it's not like eating spicy food. Uh, but this you, this particular because because most of the time you're right. I don't I don't really like some of these. I don't like jalapeno spice in the beer. But for some reason, the ghost pepper, the flavor isn't really there. It's all just like that weird this like burn. Taco Bell it's this beer. burn with this dark stout, and it was just super good. Yeah, so, I'm not yeah. I'm not a dark beer drinker, but I would probably try it only because I wanted to see how the pepper was. Because about once a year, and my I have a huge backyard. I have a backyard that's about half the size of a football field. Oh so, damn! Yeah, I have a fire pit. And I invite all my friends to come over. My wife has a, 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 a sea shed, she shed, which is mostly her throne to sit above the fire and dictate to everybody. <laughs> but we, I, we, once in a while, we'll do a chili thing and I'll invite everybody to make their favorite chili. Well, I had a friend of mine made some chili and nobody else would eat it. He wouldn't even eat it. He had me try. And I put three mouthfuls in before he told me it was a ghost pepper chili. <laughs> oh my god i was miserable for the night <laughs> for the night <laughs> there wasn't enough anything to take the the heat off but um we use we use daddle pepper here daddle pepper is a menorcan thing the menorcans were slaves south here and brought over by plantation owners and then when the plantations died the plantation owners abandoned the slaves and they petitioned to the governor of St. Augustine to come and be a part of St. Augustine. So we've had, had Menorcans here for 250, 300 years. Their yeah. food was spicy. Menorca is a part of Spain. And so their, their food is spicy. And this daddle pepper only grows in St. Augustine. For some reason, people have taken the daddle pepper plant back to other parts of the country and it never survives. Don't know why, but it never survives. Yeah, so you weird. come out. Uh, I'll introduce you to some daddle pepper food. Hell You'll yeah. like it because it's sweet. Oh, we will definitely come out sometime, man, whenever we can. Man, I had I had so much to ask you about. Uh, we kind of have to. Uh, we're kind of gonna have to wrap it up a little bit. I don't. Whatever I you want to do. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> this is actually. I'll be honest with you. I didn't ask you half the no, shit I had. No, planned. no. I'll be honest with you. This is probably one of my uh, fate. Uh, we we've literally we literally just interviewed like. You know, like these people in from celebs, yeah, and big in big budget movies and stuff like that. And you, so far, you you really brought back this uh, that side of me that really loves interviews. I don't well, know what a, it is. You're just I'll very give you a question. Then here's what you can do. He wants to sit for another sixty minutes. You want to cut it? No, I don't want to cut it short. I but just... he has to. He has to get home. Oh, well. Yeah. 
we'll, we'll, we'll go as far as you want. If you want to want to extend it, I, I, I got nothing going on. If you want to extend it, then you can cut it into two segments if you want. Okay, we we, we can listen. I'm just whatever, I'm just whatever saying, you want to do. I, well, I was just, the conversation. I was just putting. I was just trying. I was just putting like a weird like a like a pause right there just to see where the conversation was. You guys, so if, yeah. if you want to keep what, going, what time can... is it? Your time, seven thirty. It's eight uh, thirty-six. Okay, we're only an hour difference then. Okay. So yeah. I mean, well, I got... like if I don't like you know if you got to get home. No, know? no, I'm, my my kids were brought home. I that's why I, I you you probably see me leave. I had to go use the restroom and I had to tell tell someone to bring my kids home. <laughs> so how, I was many, like, how many kids you got? I have two. I have two children, and uh, I have a a five year old and a uh, a eleven month old. <laughs> and so and so I, they had they had to get brought home. Uh, and I don't know. I'm sure my wife is fine with it. She should be good. Yeah. <laughs> it's really just, so, it's really, we track on. It's really so just here, dealing with Here's the what you do. Show her a picture of me and she'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, we're talking about but, I'll but I'll be honest with you. You know, I admit what I said. You know, I'm, I'm realistic with what I said. I really enjoy this conversation with you, uh, so far. And obviously, we're going to keep going because you've talked me into it. <laughs> but, okay. Another but, concern, though. Uh, hey, our beers look, are empty. I we still have three more. bottles of. I still have rum. Oh, God, that's so much rum. We're out of beer. We need more beer for this. More beer? Yeah, more beer. I don't have. I don't, I don't have drinking beer. I, you should have told me to grab drinking beer. I only have review beer. Oh, okay, fine. Let me let me grab that uh, that that one beer though. We can share it. Yeah. So in the meantime, so many things I could. Uh, uh, so I had a whole list of things to ask you about. Like, uh, let me look here. On uh, it's man. Like, I, I don't know. I could just touch. I just want to. I, I would love to touch on every single pirate, but that'd be ridiculous. We uh, like uh, we'd be but, here for hours. Yeah, but my favorites, like, what do you think about, like, one of my favorites, because it, it, his uh, whole unlikelyhood of being a pirate, and uh, is uh, Steed Bonnet. Like, oh, what do you know about Steed Bonnet, and what are your thoughts <laughs> on Steed Bonnet? I, I think Steed, st- or, or, uh, we refer to him as Stead Bonnet. Stead Bonnet, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just, um, but I'm- Steed is okay, too. I, I, I think he was just a man... <laughs> He bought a ship and hired crew and gave them money up front. Yeah, you know, you know that, right? Yeah, like like he had a whole cushion life. He had money. He had the wife. He had the plantation, and, and he just got wife, tired of it all. He, it, well, his wife was a nag. He yeah, I've heard away. that too. Yeah, he wanted to get away from her, so he, he he goes out and he does all of this as a lark, as a rich boy kind of a. Like a I poser almost, you know. And then, then when he gets caught, he tries to wheedle out of it by telling everybody, "Well, it was just it, I was just doing it for fun." And the governor of it's like, yeah, that doesn't make it much better, man. <laughs> you know, was it the governor of Carolina that he he sent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the governor of Carolina. He sent the letter to him and said, "Look, I'm a man of means. I have money. This was just a lark. I didn't do anything wrong." Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, should be allowed to go home. And ignore those ships. I the governor pondered. said, "Tough shit. You're, you're We're going to hang you." And yeah. They hung him. But he was also he also wasn't very bright because you know the story that Blackbeard swindled him out of his ship, right? 
Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, uh, he basically, it, like I said, he was almost what? like, he really was, he really was that century's version of a poser, you know? And he's just, he was so happy to be, uh, even, even slightly described as a pirate. And he's living the adventure life, and he's living stories that he read about in his shitty life with his daughter and his nag wife. Or not a daughter. He had a son that died. That's what set it off, you know? Right. His son died, and and then, like, the nagging wife, the, the dead son, he's like, well, fuck all this shit, you know? Well, he, he, he literally is today's version of some of the people that just don't realize there is a, there is a consequence for your decision. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, like I mean, it, we just, it, it makes me almost like it breaks my heart. Like that he's and like you said, he's not the smartest guy, right? Like it's like he's so dumb that he it, let Blackbeard swindle him, and Blackbeard didn't even have to work work very hard to swindle him out of his. Oh yeah, he ship. swindled to begin with. Like I, I I can only imagine that almost any pirate that told him to do anything, but if they acted like they're treating him like he's one of the boys. He'd be down because he's so proud to be one of the boys, you know. And according to the stories we have in the pirate museum, he dressed like a dandy, he dressed like a gentleman. He wore all this finery and everything yeah, else. Yeah, he was a gentleman and, pirate. And he, he he was just he 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 was kind of like trying to think of a, a a good analogy here, but he was kind of like a dressed up dandy in the time of the eighteen eighty gunfighter days. Yeah, and like you know, even though even with the the people that love the finer things in life, like Bartholomew Roberts and Calico Jack was called Calico Jack for obvious reasons, you know. Even in that time, you know, when they're out and about and they're on the account, you know, they're dressed normal and they're they're in just whatever rags they have. But he, he is always trying to look the part, you know. It's one of the one of the things that I have to tell people. You know, the, the lace, the, the fluffers, the, the ruffles that we wear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, here's two things I love to tell people. Sometimes pirates may have been some of the first cross-dressers. Because <laughs> no, everything, every, what everything they wore, everything they wore, they were stealing from other ships. Yeah. So, like, and some of the fluff and some of the ruffles may to. have been women's clothing. But they wore it anyway. So it's fun to always tell people what it, it's more fun for me because I have to deal with a whole lot of pirates that are way too macho for their own good. Yeah. And that's why they, they got into it. Cause they thought it was macho macho. And it's like, uh, Which, jokes you, on you. Here's a woman's blouse. Yeah. Now you're more piratey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, I mean, it, it's just fun to throw it in some of their faces and, <laughs> and really have fun with it. Uh, here's another one for you. Um, I don't know where your research went, and and we won't go too far into it. Yes, I know about it. Pirate pirates actually on board ship married each other. I was going to say that I do know about that. They had Those... they had unions. They had they had what was called an onboard union. So yeah, it was let's so say weird. The two, of, almost... the, the two of you are good friends. You you join a pirate crew together, and you ask the captain to make you a union. It's it's not because you're going to sleep together in the same ha hammock or keep each other nice and warm and, and spoon <laughs> together. But, but 
But it happened every time. Oh my god! (laughs) What it means is that if one of you dies, the other one gets his portion of the of the the treasure, his portion of the rum, his portion of the money. Just like a marriage. It was a financial like a marriage financial marriage so there are so many pirates here that do the pirate thing because they think they can dress up fondle women and and drink rum and be stupid and when i tell them oh yeah you know pirates married each other oh that's not true they didn't do that (laughs) and and like he said like sometimes it was just like straight up hashtag besties uh sharing all their shit and being just hashtag besties sometimes given the pirate ship uh being uh not too different from uh uh like and and so a historian even uh uh referenced the the uh similarities between jail and a pirate ship but uh sometimes they would uh they they slept together that's goddamn i'm trying to beat around the bush they fucking slept together so here's, <laughs> here's a, here's a, so here's a fun one for you think of this the two most iconic couple pirates in all five of the Pirate of the Caribbean movies, is the tall, slender guy with the missing eye and yeah. the short, bald-haired guy. Oh they're my the God! They're I- like married to each other, like he's talking about. They're they're like inseparable. Yeah, the because all they're reunionated and shit. They they were probably, but macho guys don't want to hear that. And I have oh, some guys, dude. I, what, I would love to find out that that was like not an accident and like Disney, that was Disney's intent on those two, you know? It would be hilarious to know. Yeah. yeah. But the, the best the best way or the, the, the most fun it is for me is to find some of the guys that are in the in the pirate community. Yeah, oh, you're talking like the much the homophobes. You know? There you go. I I wasn't gonna say it, but thank you very much. You <laughs> no, 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 we are accepting of all people and fuck homophobes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's an interesting it, it's a lifestyle. It's an interesting lifestyle back then. Um oh yeah. And I mean, and I like, really they're revolutionary in so much things, you know, like the uh, a step away from gay marriage, the, the the voting, the democracy, the black uh captains, the 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 acceptance and and uh, equality amongst like freed slaves as ship members, or and then like they even some rose up to captains, Black Caesar. I I actually believe that that pirate ships and and this is my again I'm going to go back to the, the to the point that this is my personal belief, my personal opinion. Yeah, I believe that pirate crews were some of the least racist groups of people in the world. Absolutely, yeah. I, I believe because, that as because well. they were a mix of all nationalities, they were a mix of religions, yeah. and some pirate ships. Slavery was not a big thing with pirates. Yeah, no. There was some, like every group. There's always a group of people that are going to break the bonds and break the norm. But, yeah, and there's some that sold slaves. They didn't free them or let them join. They just straight up sold so, them like cargo. I'm the captain of a ship and you're part of my crew and we just went through a battle and we lost a third of our crew. And off on the horizon, we ship. What better place to get members to join our crew than a slave ship? Oh, absolutely. Because I like to, I, here's, here's what I tell people when I, when I talk about how pirates might have treated slave ships. They would only attack them for two reasons. If the slave ships were on their way back to Europe, they had lots of money on board the ship. That's why they would attack them because they just sold, sold a, 
crap load of slaves. Yeah. But if they're coming, if they were coming this way back to the new world, they got crew members. We might would attack them, and then I, as the captain, would go below deck and pick out the biggest, the baddest, blackest, the Nubianist, and say, "Hey, you want to be a part of my crew?" And I jokingly tell everybody, "How many of those black guys down there would go?" No, I'm enjoying myself. I like being chained up in my own filth. Leave me alone. None of them. Yeah. And the minute they set foot on board that pirate ship, by virtue of the code, they were equal to every man on that ship. All they had to do was work. Absolutely. Despite anyone's personal opinion of black people like i think black people are only slaves or your thought is irrelevant because that black dude is now has every single right that you have by his presence being here absolutely and in this world in modern day time right now 80 percent of any person you talk to in this country is the same acceptance they have the same acceptance of people yeah. yeah, yeah, like the the racist per like as much as racism was talked about, like m- me personally, like racism's rare, rare. Like, you know, there's like these weird niches of uh, racist groups, but outside of them, like everyone's not racist. You know? <laughs> and we all everybody, love everybody. We, we and and it's and and love might be part of it but here's here's the part i think that's 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 more important and pirate history teaches us this the code tells you you have a voice an equal voice in affairs of the moment yeah that's the first article but there were no free rides on a pirate ship everybody worked and if you didn't work you were you were ballast and they didn't need ballast they'd get rid of it you you basically if you didn't serve a purpose eat and you, you can go wait. so far as to tell this you know the part of you you know the history of, of 800 pieces of silver right uh no all right you're injured you're hurt you're talking about the uh, the insurance policy yes. the, the pirate insurance you, you lose a finger fingers a hand an arm an eye an ear a leg a foot yeah and like you, the old school version of insurance yeah. with pirates. this is yeah. this is workman's compensation you could receive up to 800 pieces of silver in the 16 and 1700s 800 pieces of silver was 60 years worth of wages that's that's retirement that's like it's a oh, retirement program yeah. that's important for people to understand pirates invented workman's compensation yeah, yeah absolutely and like just like like i said just health insurance in general almost they took care of their own so let's go to black sales because we referred to black sales and um long john loses a leg they find a place for him to work on the ship he's lost a leg when I talk to the children in the school tours, I tell, I ask the children, what's the most ability a man has to have to be a pirate? Many kids get it. You're not answering, so you don't get it yet. Yeah. Well, what's the, the most le- important uh, ability? Your the legs. ability to fight. Yeah, the ability to fight. Yeah. That's the ability. The ability to be loyal to your crew and fight. If you start to lose limbs, you can't fight. 
If you, you can't fight, if you're, you're not if helping you're, in the piracy. You're helping the crew. Oh, the pirates. But the crew's willing to, because there's only three ways to leave a crew. Once you sign the code, there's only three ways to leave the crew. The first way is death. Nobody wants that. Yeah. The second way is that the code actually stipulates that nobody can leave the crew until every man in the crew has earned a certain amount of money. And yeah, they'll absolutely. document that amount of money in the code. And everybody yeah. agrees to it. And the third way is if you're injured. It's not like it's a poker game where all of us are sitting around playing poker and the guy across the table's won every hand all night and he has all the money and he wants to, oh, it's too late, got to go home. No, you're going to sit there and play until everybody gets their money. Yeah. It's the same concept. Everybody is equal and nobody's going to walk away. And it's kind of a secret to be in a pirate code. Yeah, so, it influences them all to get out there and make the money. Yeah. And so there's no free rides. Yeah. Injured pirates gain respect because they got themselves injured in battle for their crew. That's loyalty. And yeah. they're rewarded for it and to leave. That's the only three ways to leave a crew. So pirate lore teaches you democracy, loyalty, um, taking care of each other. Yeah, you, have a voice in your, you have a voice in your own destiny. All these things from pirate history are so important that... And, and some things, they're, they're almost like forgotten about today, even. Like, they're getting, you know, things are getting so convoluted. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. And that's probably the safest way to say it. My <laughs> yeah. friend, you're, you're, you're being quiet over there in your red hair. Why? But I don't know. I'm just he's, listening. He's, yeah, he's I'm listening. By every I'm word you say. I'm, I'm listening to everything you're saying. <laughs> and because... he's also trying to be politically correct. Yeah. No, no, I'm joking. <laughs> everything, everything about the world is so misconstrued. Mm. Oh yeah, just sides. Everything's about sides, you know. Oh, and this side and that side. There, the. the this country has reached a point where we're so evenly divided on almost every subject that we'll never, we'll never fix it. Yeah. Oh yeah, like liberal, Republican, black and white, and you know, just well, no, remember, Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. No, but remember, remember what we talked about earlier on a, on a on a separate episode. Uh, we, ch we me and him talked about how um, how multiracial multiracialism works. But for some reason, multiculturalism just doesn't seem to work out right. Why do you think that might be? I think it's because in both cases, people mix up race and culture. Okay. I, that, that's my opinion. Okay. I think that race and culture are are misconstrued and mixed up yeah well because you when you look at somewhere like uh this is this isn't really piracy but uh, you know history in general you look at like somewhere like rome uh i mean you know rome had like you know it, it had african-americans it had, it had multi it was multiracial and a lot of these uh, even even slaves at some point became uh citizens in rome but they were being attacked by you know other white tribes you know the german the german tribes 
or you know these other tribes you know so it, it wasn't really it wasn't col- it wasn't racially a, a racial incentive to uh, attack somebody it was just different beliefs in general it was just the you know this person had this set of roles and culture and this person then this group had this set of cultures and these cultures just clashed and they would fight you know what i mean uh, uh you're you're right you have it i think that that today there's not a lot of acceptance because there's everybody wants to be right yes and we all want to be right and it sucks you, you, can't, <laughs> you can't be right a hundred percent of the time it's, it's just not possible it's hard um, but 99 percent that's doable <laughs> right no. my, my my dad i don't know if this is 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 appropriate to say but my dad used to tell me want in one hand and shit in another yeah. Oh yeah, oh man! I say people that at work all the time. <laughs> it's it's just you you the want is the hardest. Yeah, yeah. That hand filling up with crap is is every day. Yeah, the want is the hardest, and and it is. It's tough. I I I'm so into the pirate history that I believe we can learn now, from the pirate history. Now we're we're the Portuguese yeah. were the were the Portuguese pirates. The, yeah, of course no, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying were the Portuguese pirates one of the leading causes of? I know the Portuguese people really started the African-based slavery. Yeah, because, right. You know, uh, I believe what happened was, uh, according to my according to my research, uh, basically the Portuguese people who are like these weird, it's like a weird descendants of Rome because you know when Rome fell, they kind of split up into these multi factions, and I feel like. You know, the uh, a weird a weird multi-faction of uh, of Rome became Portugal, uh, became Portuguese, and uh, they would go on to uh, basically they were they were going into Africa to get supplies, and they were giving it to uh, I I don't know what king it was or what it what it was, but I know they were giving it to some sort of uh, power, and they basically were running out of supplies, and they just started. They just started stealing people and <laughs> started giving. They just start and they that was kind of like the this this cause. You're almost you're almost right. Okay. They weren't stealing people. Okay. Everybody the African people? the African tribes are all around Africa. Yeah. Did the same thing as the Mongols, as the American Indians, Sioux, mm. Apache, whatever. When when tribes or groups of people were at war with another group of people, the winners took the losers that were still alive and turned them into servants and slaves. Mm. Yeah. In Africa, because there were so many tribes, and there was one or two very strong tribes that had all these slaves, they realized that that was a commodity. And it was a commodity to sell these slaves off to the white Europeans. And the white Europeans took total advantage of that and took those slaves and then spread them through the world. Yeah. So slaves, human slavery was a commodity like rum, silk. Yeah, I mean, old. Sugar cane. Yeah. I mean, sugar, ice, and tobacco. Yes. I mean, slavery. Slavery in general has been around 
you know, way prior to this. It was just that Absolutely. for some reason the Portuguese they they just established this strict African based slavery where they were only getting you know black people from Africa you know stuff like that. Because there was a there was a huge there was a huge surplus of slaves because the slave the 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 tribes along the the coast mm -hmm. because it said I've seen a couple of things that show this is true it but it said that white Europeans were not allowed to go past the seaports of the African coast into the countryside. They could yeah. only deal with what was there at the seacoast, at the yeah. seaports. So what was there at the seaport was this commodity of surplus of slaves. And these Africans wanted to get rid of these slaves. They could, and, and it, this is a perfect example of why Pedro Menendez killed all the French pirate or French pirates here. If you are the leader of a group, you want to make sure that you have enough food and supplies for your people. But if you start to take on prisoners and slaves, how do you feed them too and still keep mm. your people happy? Yeah, you can't. You get rid of them, them by selling them and them. trading them off. Yeah. Pedro yeah. Menendez, when he did what he did, he had the choice to keep 200 French pirates and allow them to be part of his crew and join his military, which that would have been 200 more mouths to feed or get rid of them. So he actually, and this is the fun part of the story of Pedro Menendez and the French pirates. Yeah. He gives them the opportunity to join his group. Now they're Protestants, remember this, yeah. but they have to convert to Catholicism. They have to become Catholics. But when they become Catholics, they also have to join his military. And yeah. he says, you can join my military, you can convert to Catholic, or you can move on. Now they're sitting on the beach, prisoners of the Spanish soldiers. Yeah. Their concept to move on means that he's going to let them go free. But in the Catholic Church, move oh, on means literally means to go to heaven or hell. And they choose move on because they think he's letting them go free. Yeah. So he kills them all because he gave them the choice. He could not feed them unless they worked. And I ah. believe it's the same concept that the Portuguese took advantage of in the African nations. These African kings or leaders, mm. they couldn't keep all these slaves of the tribes they had taken over. They had to do something with them. So what did they do? Are these stupid white guys come in from Europe? We're going to sell them all. And oh, the yeah. Portuguese and the Spanish and the British take them and bring them over to this world. Here's the one thing I argue with everybody on slavery. You can use this if you want. It's, it's my personal opinion, but I, I, I like to tell people this. In the timeline of all historical cultures, doesn't matter what culture you want to pick, uh, the Roman Empire, the pagan empire, um, England, France, Spain, Chinese, Japanese, every culture in their specific timeline mm. has been both the oppressed and the oppressor, mm. the yeah. slave and the slaveholder. The, the, the railroad across this country would have never have been built 
if it wasn't for Chinese and black. Mm. Oh, yeah. They brought it together in Europe, uh, Utah. And it actually, either today or yesterday, in the last three days, <laughs> the spike of the Trans-Pacific Railroad was hammered into the ground in Utah. The celebration of that, the anniversary of that was in the last two or three days. Oh, wow. But the Chinese were not slaves. They just weren't treated very good. The yeah. blacks yeah, were not slaves. Like the Irish, you know? they, and the Irish. But they weren't, they weren't slaves when they built the railroad. They just weren't treated well. Yeah, and they're paid like a ridiculous amount. Whatever. Can't even remember what a, a ridiculous a dollar was. an hour. No, it was like a penny an hour. Oh it was probably it was probably about five dollars a day, give or take. Yeah. Oh, geez. Which I is can... what I get paid now. <laughs> <laughs> Good old little Caesar. No. What? You mean they don't pay you in pizza? Oh, I mean, yeah, but you know, and wasted pizza. Like it's too old to sell. You can My eat heck it. He's falling off. That was... <laughs> We have a we have a little Caesars down the road from us, and we'll 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 take advantage of their lunch deal once in a while. No, I've seen yeah. a, I've seen a huge. Is it little Caesars are um are the, yeah we're uh, good shit, bro. We we make great pizza. I've seen a huge pizza place in Florida, and I was like, oh my god, they, it's like a it's like the cheap place in my town, but fancy, <laughs> like a fancy little Caesars. <laughs> it's like it's so like what this, do you do? this little Caesars has a damn waterfall. Wait, what well, are you what saying? Oh, I am a um, distributor. Well, no, I'm like a salesman, stalker. I'm like oh, you're not, a t- you're not a taste tester. No, no, no. <laughs> no, you only get paid to drink Coke. No, 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 I'm pretty sure Coke is poison. <laughs> but I'm fine. You can't with... say that you get fired. No, I'm fine with selling poison to people. It's a, uh, it's very, it's a very pirate thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's my poison right there. Woo! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't put Coke in my my rum. I actually have a very fine collection of rum. Maybe one of these times I'll I'll do a Roman uh, camera and you can see. But I have about eighty or ninety rums in my collection. Jesus, Ooh, yeah, and, you know, rum's good. I like I like uh, every hard alcohol. It's like I shouldn't, but I like them straight. It's like, oh, don't you want a mixer or you want to make a mixed drink? No, I just love the taste as is. I don't want. So here's 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 my philosophy on rum. I have bottles of rum that I have some bottles of rum that are ninety, hundred, hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars a bottle. Oh damn! If you if you come to my house, I'm going to offer you a shot of rum. Oh my god! If the first if the first words and depending on how good of friends we become. (laughs) <laughs> will depend on how high, high up the ladder it is. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But if the, if the first words out of your mouth are, sure, I'll have some rum. Can I have some Coke in it? You're getting fucking Morgan. Uh, You're getting fucking Morgan. <laughs> yeah. That fucking... That, that, that commercial bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to give you... This here... This, is, this was a bottle given to me for my birthday. Oh yeah, twenty three year. It's twenty three year old. Yeah, it's about fifty five dollars a bottle, give or take, over here. Damn it! And you drink it straight. You pour it in a small glass and you sip it. You don't shoot it. Yeah, you yeah. I'm just it's chugging. Not, it's not fucking tequila. Yeah. <laughs> and you sip it and you enjoy it. And in some cases, I have I have a huge cigar humidor. 
I probably oh, have about man, that's classic. have about three hundred cigars. You can have a choice of a cigar and a good rum. Um, I have this bottle here. Right now. now here's a here's a rum that I just discovered. Shipwreck. Shipwreck. How perfect is that for a pirate? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, that's fitting right. us up. Oh, uh, you know, I was shocked to find out that Calico Jack has a rum. Like, yes, he does. It's like commercial it's, shit. Like it's not up there with your. It's with your, terrible. Like, it's it's bad. Oh, well, I the, know it is bad. But I was just so, shocked. Like, good for him, because dude, that's what Calico Jack wanted more than anything. Like, dude, Calico Jack would be thrilled that there's a rum out there. He just wanted to be famous, known, throw down in history. All there's also shit. a Tom. There's also a Thomas Two rum. Oh what? Oh man, I gotta try that. Cause like I, now, I, that meant when I seen Calico it, Jack, that made me think like I wonder what other like you know, legit Thomas pirates. Thomas Two oh. Rum is made in up in Rhode Island. Oh yeah, and where he's from? Longest, yep, for where he's from. And the longest time I kept trying to get them to send me a bottle, and they wouldn't send me a bottle. They said, "Oh, you can go to Miami and buy one." And I sent them a letter back, and I said. I talk about Thomas too all the time. I'm not gonna buy a fucking bottle of rum down in Miami. Yeah, but somebody, one of one of my colleagues in the museum is writing a book about Thomas too. So we went up there to, to find out, and they gave him a couple of bottles, and I drank it. I I still have it. It's hmm. not great. This is better than but it's, a cool, it's a cool bottle. What makes it really cool is that it's sealed with a cork and, and wax all over the top of the oh, bottle. Oh, yeah, that yeah. is cool. Like a leather and all that. So no. it's 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 better than Morgan rum, but it's 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 and it's way better than Calico Jack rum. Yeah. So, but um, now, what you what it, what got it, you into um into this uh this museum stuff? All right. So the man that owns the museum, his name is Pat Croce. Mm-hmm. In the 90s, he was the one of the owners of the 76ers, the basketball team. Yeah. He, he, he made his money in sports medicine and sports, but his hobby has always been pirates. And he yeah. spent all of his, he's made lots and lots of money. He's, he's, he's very well off. Oh, yeah. He's an amateur magician. He loves magic. And so when he built the museum in St. Augustine, he heard that there was a, pirate in St. Augustine that not only was a pirate, but was a professional magician. Hmm. Ah. So, so I got called up and I was told I have a job. And I took the job and I've been with him ever since. Oh, nice. He still messages me on my birthday and lets me know that he still watches what I'm doing. And he's very, he's he's a good friend. He really is. He, he's he's I never ask him for anything. He's got lots of money. He's got a lot of friends. He's got a lot of People that are probably wanting more out of him. I have a job. They pay me. I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah, and you're doing like what you love, you know. And I'm doing what I love. I I don't need to take advantage of people that have given me an up, a, an uplift for what I do. Absolutely. I'm happy. I get to talk about pirate history. I get to express my opinion about pirate history, and because I've done appearances on travel channel and history channel and national geographic and do so much with pirates all over the world if you don't like my opinion that's fine that's okay because it's history and it's supposition yeah I'm happy the... with that. i mean we could argue all the points that we talked about today there, there could be people that would 
that would listen to what we just talked about today and argue that we're not right. Right. Yeah, yeah, I understand, yeah. But were they there to tell me that we're not right? No, 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 and we weren't either. And it's just, like you said, it's our interpretation, our beliefs, our, our opinions. Opinions. And we're very big on our... Sorry, I was drinking beer. We're very big on opinions here. Very big <laughs> opinions. Opinions and beer. <laughs> well, you guys got a good you guys got a good format here. I'd like to I'd like to help you do more if you want. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, dude, hey, yeah. Oh yeah, we will be coming you know, to see you. You're awesome. Um, um obviously when, when after, we save up. After, <laughs> after after you leave, we gotta review these beers <laughs> and give them like numbers and stuff. <laughs> what beers what beers do you got to review? Okay, so actually, because you gave me a great idea of splitting this up in half. Uh, on part one, we have the Tangerine Session Ale from Swell Rider, uh, so our uh, D9 Brewing Company. And then our second beer that we're going to be reviewing for part two of this interview is Shake the Frost Session Coffee Ale. It looks just like you except a skeleton. It's the skeleton. <laughs> and where are these two beers from? Okay, so this one I don't I fucking don't know. Don't make me lie. Don't make me lie. This one's from St. Louis. And I think this one's from this might this one might be from St. Louis too. It's like weird. We were I was I was gonna get Florida beers, but they didn't have any Florida beers. Well the Florida beers they had was like some weird blackberry uh trash beer, and I was like, no, I don't want NC, what's that? North North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina. So yeah. So St. Louis, Missouri. Look at that. So St. Louis, Missouri, for uh, the skeleton skeleton beer, and then and isn't North Carolina where Blackbeard Nor- died? North Carolina yes, was well rider. Yeah, oh, so that's oh. very that's very fitting. We we he's like, bro, I got I got some beer with like I wanted to go with citrusy beer because obviously there's citrusy fruits in the Caribbean's makes like there's a huge there's a huge like connection there. If you uh, you <laughs> really was, concentrate. It was that. <laughs> or, it was that, or I was gonna try to find rum aged, rum aged beer, but uh, but it's they, really they had cool. none. <laughs> this brew is all whiskey is from North Carolina. Because a place here in St. Augustine that makes a a wine based or a rum based wine now too. Oh yeah, yeah. That, well, that sounds I, like you know, really I've good. seen. I've it's seen. It's not rum. great. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. But, it's okay. Uh, I've seen rum aged beers before. It's just for some reason this store that I get that I went to. I actually crossed state lines for this episode, <laughs> just to, fight the, to try to get this beer. But when I went there, all they had was the whiskey, the whiskey aged beer, not the rum. And I was like, oh f whiskey, <laughs> f whiskey, f so, this Netherlands. Are you married? Are are you both married? He, he is, is not. I am. I am single as can be. He okay. is single. So if you came out. Do you need to bring your family? Yeah, I would need to bring. I would probably have to bring my family. I don't have family. Oh my god! <laughs> well, figure out. I'm alone. You know, it would be really cool. Hmm. Of course, it might be too soon. Do you know when International Talk Like a Pirate Day is? When is it? September nineteenth. <gasps> Dude, that's one day for my birthday. Let's make it happen. His, his birthday is September 20th. 20th, yeah. I was right. Uh, oh, I remember yeah. his birthday. I'm so glad you can math- mathematically deduce when one day before my birthday is. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably get you a hotel room or two. 
Woo! Woo! Hey, that's pretty nice. Yeah, bro, that's a... Uh... You bring hey, your cameras, we come out here, you come out here, and we'll have some yeah. fun. I might have to adjust. You're exciting I, me. I'll have to adjust some vacation time, but I can make it work because I get 10 days. I get like 10 days vacation. So It's like, I don't I don't get paid vacation. I just have to tell my boss he's not going to hear from me for a moment. Your manager. Yeah, but uh, it's, there's it's uh, like, I, I am like not the manager, <laughs> sir. <you know? laughs> no, I'll make it happen. <laughs> you know, so, it'll be all right. That'd be pretty cool. So let me let me tell you this. September 19th is a Sunday this year. Woo! I like Sunday. Which means that I usually do something that weekend for children. I, I usually play, we're talking about an outdoor movie. We play an outdoor movie on a big screen for the families and the kids. We're Absolutely. probably going to play Muppet Treasure Island. Ooh. Oh, good movie. Great movie. <laughs> Um, and we'll do that on Friday night, which would be the 17th. But if you guys can figure out a way to come out here around that time frame, yes, if you let me know in advance, far enough in advance that you actually can do it, yeah, I'll set up a couple of, of time frames where we can go to some of the breweries. And the best time to go to the breweries would be on a Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday when they're not busy. Oh, yeah, so yeah, go. And then I asked some of my pirates and my crew to join us. So you're Ooh, surrounded by a bunch so of pirates. You're, you're talking about making my life. Man. <laughs> and we, we could hang out for the week on that Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday That's doing awesome. with a few pirates on top of everything. Absolutely. You awesome. can you can do a you can do a, a tour of the couple of the breweries here. Oh yeah. Oh dude, um, I'm so excited. I'll even take you to the distillery that has has all the rum. We have a distillery here that I'm good friends with, and they do about six different rums. Oh man, that's, dude, awesome. that's uh, yeah. We have, I, I know we have like opinions and beer here, but like I do love some rum. And of <laughs> all the hard, like I love rum and whiskey. It's like whiskey's at the top, but rum's right below it. I don't like tequila at all. And as far as hard alcohols, it's just rum and whiskey. That's all I deal with. <laughs> oh. Do you guys get sponsors for everything you do? Uh, we have a, we have a, we sometimes we have temporary sponsors. Right now we're sponsored by, uh, well, we have like a um, promotional thing with uh, Raise Energy where you get like 10% off. And then we do uh, a Shotgun Thumb, which is a, like a funny sponsor, but it's like, it's really cool. They're like a newer company where it's like they have like this uh, thumb where you put on your thumb and you can like shotgun your Use beer. To, to stab your beer to shotgun so it easier. So it's not like, it's not like, Target's not sponsoring us. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we're moving up. We're, we're slowly making notches forward, you know? Well, it's yeah. only, we're, we're just in May. If you find a sponsor that might want to get involved with what you're doing, yeah, it might pay for, because if you're going to come out here with your family, you don't want to fly. You're going to probably want to drive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The drive time from where you're at in Texas to here is probably 10 hours. 14 hours. Yeah, we've done it before. Hours. He's done it more. I've done weeks. it. I've done it uh, three times. <laughs> yeah, three times now. Because when I drove to Louisiana, um, New Orleans, Hammond, Louisiana was uh, about 10 hours. So you're probably yeah. about six to eight hours over there. So it's a bit, you're about 16 hours away. Uh, are well, you close to? Are you I off feel? of I-10? Well, Is does I-10 run by you guys? Oh yeah, we we literally live on I-10. Yeah, right. I-10. Like, you're you're a straight shot over. Exactly. We're literally we're literally 15 minutes from Louisiana. So, yeah, we're right on okay. top of Louisiana. Well, if you're 15 minutes from Louisiana, then 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 you're 
you're 12 hours away. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe 13. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you got kids in the that. car, you're going to have to stop for potty breaks, but I know it's, well, I know it's, it's about, it's about 10 hours to Tallahassee, I think. All right. I'm about four, three and a half hours further. Oh, well, maybe it's not that. Because I know in my head, it's 14 hours to get to Orlando. And I, in my head, it was 10 hours to get to Tallahassee and then four hours to go down to Orlando. But maybe it's six hours to get down to Orlando. It's about two and a half to three hours to, from Tallahassee to, to, to St. Augustine. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Definitely doable, man. Doable, man. Woo! I, I doable. I would love to go if to Florida again. Let me know, and I'll work on I'll, I'll work on hotel rooms, and Heck maybe yeah. we can yeah. figure out how to pay for the hotel rooms with sponsorship. Heck yeah! If if we figure anything out, we'll definitely let you know by at least August. Uh, which, yeah, we'll, we're gonna work on this. For we'll, sure. de- we're definitely gonna work on it. Try to talk it out, and because um, obviously we, we want to get back to some of the stuff. You know, obviously pre-pandemic where we had this whole idea for this the show, traveling. the traveling show, the the. the to mimic you know to be a like a companion a companion series for the podcast and so uh it's definitely a, a thing that we will be thinking of uh once again thank you so much for being on the show though uh uh it's about that time we, we my wife is blowing my phone up i can feel <laughs> i can feel the buzzing and well, i have been at this for we've been at this for two and a half hours oh, uh, well, it's so. been a great episode man i've had nothing but a blast and there's like Two thousand things I could continue. I could talk. To. You have to. When it comes to pirates, you have to eventually tell me to stop. I can keep no, I going understand. and going and going. Look, if you want, if you want to do this again in another week, if you oh, don't, yeah. do you have somebody for the next week or two? Hundred. Uh, we may have like that dude that says Gandhi's an evil person. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but then uh, if you want to come on, uh, we can get you on in June probably. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, June would be awesome to have you back on and like just continue this because you are you really are an awesome person to talk to, and I really love the history that I'm learning. I'm I'm more of learning this, you know. Keenan's the the pirate yeah, more guy. Like I, this, so, this this whole episode, I've been having to stop myself from interrupting you <laughs> to just like tell Adam like I know what he's talking about. So yeah. <laughs> so do me a favor. Yeah. You have you you want to do something in June? You want to do something in August? Even if you can't come in September, then we'll do an online for Talk Like a Pirate Day. Hell yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Which, like, yes, dude, which that, makes sense. That, like, that sounds like a no. complete failure compared always... to being there. We're going to try and be there. So is it always in September? It's always yes. September 19th? Yes, oh, well, then we're going to move our Pirate Month because, you know, we made, for some reason, I made May Pirate Month. I don't know if, like, <laughs> Let me give you. Let me give you some backstory well, on May that. May is my birthday, so you can make May a pirate month, and then September. Oh a yeah. Pirate well, month. Look. Actually, uh, also, uh, I'm I'm okay with having <laughs> like maybe twelve pirate months a year. Oh my god. But anyways, uh, the backstory on that is like I've always adored pirate history. I've done so much research on it. Just like I said, like out of fun because I I just love the subject, and I almost like petitioned to Adam to have a pirate episode, and he's like, all right, we'll put it together yourself. So I was like, well, like, I fucking will, goddammit. Because well, it's hard for me to... Yeah, like, yeah. I literally tried Adam to... puts together a lot of episodes. So I was like, bro, put together a pirate episode. He's like, no, you do it. And I was, and that's when I was well, like, we're doing a, will. We're doing a Shakespearean party in June. All the girls oh, yeah? in my pirate crew want to do some non-pirate. So we're doing a Shakespeare party in June. Oh, that's I'll make cool. it with you. I, I'd like to either... 
have a conversation in the same screen or meet or at least have an autograph from Michael Jaleel White. <laughs> yeah. If you well, can, like, you know, we we me, we seen him online I'm, too. I'm, we still I'm, I really literally am a huge fan. He's just yeah. I I I think I've seen every one of his Netflix movies. Yeah, I've yeah. watched some of this, and some of his movies are not big main screen movies. Yeah, he's made some. He's made some really good ones. He, he oh, made yeah. one of, that he was a security guard in a in a sports arena and yes. was protecting his kids. Yeah, you know, I don't remember the name is, of the yeah. movie, but it yeah. was really cool. Yeah, he 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 well, he seems to be from everything I've seen well, and read about he him. He chooses. So what's crazy? What's weird? What's crazy about him is he chooses to be in the like the smaller budget films because he only wants to do movies where he's the star because he turned down expendables oh what he, he, he really was, yeah because like he was yeah. supposed to be because he, he could have been a he side was recast. character no no, like, no no i have to be a main no no character. he was recast as terry cruz's terry cruz yeah was oh, a, I, I, terry, terry cruz, cruz I, i'm friends with terry cruz yeah he that character was originally given to michael jai white but michael jai really? white said no he wants he wants like a jason statham role he wants the he wants the, the main the, dude, the, one of the yeah. main the main or dude the role, main so. supporting but dude. almost all of his characters even spawn yeah he yeah was a he was a family oriented his his goals yes. were family oriented yeah yes. his goals and, and i like that about his characters that. yeah so i i i mean if if i did a camera scroll you could see all the i i work for buddy hackett i work for rodney dangerfield Oh, yeah. I I've done a few movies, a few TV shows, but comedy clubs is my thing, and I've I've done comedy for private shows for some pretty big names. Uh, Rick oh, Springfield, yeah. you know who he is. Oh Rick, yeah. Rick Springfield hired me to do magic just for his family one night. Oh, damn. I, mean, I I I've been very blessed. I'm not a big name. I never will be a big name. I don't care to be a big name, but I've had some great interaction with some great people. Yeah. I, I used to play poker. I'm a pie gal poker player. I don't know if you know what that is. Pie gal poker. It's an oriental poker game. And <laughs> in Vegas, not. <laughs> in Vegas, I used to play pie gal poker. And one of my partners to play pie gal poker was um, Richard Roundtree. Oh, shit. No, no, not many people know who he was. But that was shaft. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I've had I've had good times with some great people, and I enjoy bringing more great people into my circle to do what I do. Yeah. You guys oh, are yeah. now part of my. You guys are now part of my circle. Woo! Yeah, I'm so honored to be part of your circle, yeah, man. So you want to do something? Oh, yeah. Call me up. Send me oh, a yeah. message. Yeah. Something. Well, hey, like, worst case scenario, we definitely will do so, another episode on screen. But uh, I'm gonna try like hell to move heaven and earth to be there yeah. on September 19th. Yeah, that'd be that'd be that'd be Come awesome. here and hang out. Hell yeah, yeah, absolutely. I cheers you too, but like my our, our glasses are empty. <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're I'll drink one for both of you. You <laughs> yeah. need to get back and take care of your kids. You need to rest. <laughs> Thank you so and, much. And uh, send me a picture of your family. Well, thank you. I will. Absolutely. 
I'll get him there, to this family. Yeah. I'll have family. I'll add you in private. <laughs> I truly enjoy doing these kind of things because I like to meet people from no, all yeah, over the country. You were awesome. They want to have a good oh, yeah. time. I've had so much things. enjoyment like, with this episode, Like I said, man. you know, you know, like, like I just said, you know, uh, an hour ago. <laughs> an hour. It <laughs> has been now. Like, like I said, an hour ago. Uh, you know, we had people on recently where it's just kind of like it was really hard to talk to them. They like we knew they were not well, we knew they were knowledgeable, but they just they just I feel like they just couldn't speak it all out. You know, they couldn't speak the things out, and it's so easier to talk to somebody who knows what they're talking about and they wanted they have pride in what they did. And even though some people they they seem like they have pride in what they did, they don't talk like they have pride in what they do. But you are very you 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 are like this this. You're a real pirate to me. You know, you're, uh, yeah. you're, you're a fucking pirate. And yeah. I, and you, you talk, you, you know, you talk in the way that you, you live this life and you, you, you're yeah. so knowledgeable about everything like, about like, it. And uh, it like really real, awesome real talk, not like Treasure Island talk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no. And so, the accent's real. Yeah. 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 Straight from St. St. Augustine, you know? So, uh, so thank you, thank you again for coming on the show and uh, and listening. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. thank you so much for answering Keenan's uh, call uh, of uh, desperation. Yeah, desperation. <laughs> I desperately need to get the pirate talk out. Desperately needed soul. a pirate because I I try to get that uh, that author the the author of Be a Pirate or whatever from the, he was he was featured in that fucking documentary on Netflix. <laughs> like he was he was featured as a professional or whatever. He's like, oh yeah, pirates, blah blah. We're so weak and silly let's all be weak and silly it's like oh my god shut the fuck up <laughs> but, uh, but i try I still try to get him on because he's you know was on a famous was on a netflix he says some things and stuff uh, he's on a netflix documentary but uh but thankfully you were awesome you were awesome i'm so glad that we were able to get you on and talk to absolutely you. man yeah thank you thank you so much and uh uh i guess this is a sad enough matey <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to part two of our pirate episode with Mr. William Mayhem. Part two, as in it's part so two. fun, we couldn't stop. We have two parts. Today's beer of the day is Shake the Frost Session Coffee Stout. We drank this during part two of the episode. This is a Session Stout. This is 5% alcohol by volume brewed in St. Louis, Missouri. It was only It was only 5%. It was a pretty, it's pretty low yeah. ABV stout, yeah, but and I felt that, yeah. But that's, that's a contributing factor to my rating. It tasted good though. Yes, but coming off, man, and, and it's literally I, just like their rating is getting the uh, un unfortunate effect of being like me coming off of a citrus ale to a coffee stout, and I just like I haven't been feeling the coffee thing here lately. Like I'm like tired of it. And it's good, but it's just like, I want it something refreshing. It's just, it, I didn't want that right now. I don't know how to put it. Like, I don't want to judge a copy right now. but that's what we had left. Mood for a, a it's what we had, damn it. So, it was good. It was, it was, would you give it, would you give it? I'd give it a five. Yeah, I'll give it a five. Oh, yeah, yeah. God damn, it wasn't that bad. I'll give it a six, even. Okay, six. But no, like, it was good. It was good, but. Uh, it wasn't what I wanted right now. I guess so. Now it's rating. Shake is, the it's frost. It's gonna suffer for my shit rating because I drank their beer outside of the mood of a coffee ale or coffee stout beer. Well, that's just your opinion. And Pyrofax. That's fine because all we have here are Pyrofax. Uh, my hat kept falling off through the whole damn show. Yeah, well, I got it for you many times. Ah, 
Opinions beer. and beer. We are opinions and beer.